0: I, I'm going to read out of the book of Philippians here in just in a moment, if you'd like to uh, turn. If I, were to, um, if I were to say, I bet I know something about you today, um, you'd probably say, uh-oh, now what's he going to say? No, but let me share it this way. May I tell you this, or just by way of asking you a question? How many of you here today, and you don't need to raise your hand, this is for you to answer. How many of you here today are asking yourself, what next? Right? How many of you here to say are, are, are thinking that, I don't know if I can take much more? How many of you here today are going through, it seems like, the domino effect where this has happened and that's happened and, and so on and so forth, and, and you begin to think, Man, how much more? What have I done? And how much more am I going to be able to do? I just can't seem to handle it all. Right? I've been there. Okay? I want to share with you uh, the importance of realizing when that time comes and when those things happen, I want you to know this, uh, uh, that when those come, God is still God. When those time come, and you endure those in the Scripture, tells us that we are going to go through fiery trials. We are going to go through even a refining process, if you will, uh, to purify or make us even more for Christ. There's an old Chinese proverb says that a gem is not polished without rubbing nor a man made better without trials. So understand that. A gem is not polished without rubbing, nor a man made better without trials. You ladies here today that your loved one has given you a beautiful diamond, you look down at that and what do you want? You want one that glitters, don't you? You want one that sparkles every time you kind of move it around. You want one that does that. What would you think if your loved one bought you a ring and that diamond was in the rough? In other words, it hadn't been cut, it hadn't been chiseled, it hadn't been buffed, it hadn't been polished, but it had been put on a ring. And he said, here, I love you, put it on your finger. And you look down on it and it looks like a rock out in the alley. You wouldn't want that, but guess what? Beyond that rough exterior is that diamond. And so, therefore, God wants to bring out the best in us, and he does that through trials in our life. He does that through the trials. You know, in the pastor's desk, don't read it now if you have it, but in the pastor's desk uh, that I wrote about, even Job, through all that he went through, he never did find out why God put him through that. Do you know that? He never found out, and he didn't didn't get his answer why, but he learned that God was sufficient. He learned that whatever he was going through in life, that he would trust God regardless of the circumstance. And so today, I want to tell you, you're here today, you're going through a difficult time in your life. You're going through a time in your life where you just don't know how much more am I going to take. I don't know if it's family. I don't know if it's job. I don't need to know. You know. He knows. And we're here. And this word today is for you to understand that if God brought you through this time, He will not only bring you to it, He will take you through it. And God is able to do great things when we just realize that. You know the book of Philippians, and I'm going to read there in a moment, but I'll I just I start this way as it comes. I thought it would go differently, but here it is. Book of Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Right? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That's many of you here today in our church family, that's many of people's life verse. That was my sister Roxanne Barty's life verse. A lot of you may be here today because of her growth, not, never had a privilege of knowing her. But my sister, uh, just to give you a little bit, uh, when she uh, was working every day and everything was fine in her life, and she looked just fine, and she goes for an annual checkup, and her doctor says, listen here, you've got cancer, and it's so bad, we're going to say you may have two to three months at most to live. And you know what? She did not let the fact of the word she had heard get her down. You know what she replied to the cancer doctor? I have a strong faith in God. I have a strong faith in God. So I'm telling you today, a life can throw you a curveball that you never saw coming. And my friend, you still need to hold to that unchanging hand and have that strong faith in God. And listen, that was her life first. But she just didn't pick that and get that. She learned to, do, to say those words, right? Uh, today we say that I, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and expect that we're able to do that let me ask you this question. If I was to ask each and every one of you here today, I would like for us to go out this afternoon and go out to the high school track, and I would like for us to run five miles. Yeah, I thought so. Listen, you might say, that's impossible. There's no way I can do that. But you know what you can do? You could go out and you'd start running. You might run a half a, a, a half a, a lap around the track. And then you might run a half a mile. And then you keep working and you keep trying and you push yourself. And you believe that you can. And you keep up going. And the next thing you know, you've run a mile. And the next thing you know, you've run two. And then maybe now you're running five and you have no problem. Uh, before I had my knee problem here, I used to run five miles every day. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, that gave me energy. That was something. believe me, when I started out thinking I'm going to start running, there was no way I could run five enough. But what I did is I kept pushing myself. I kept working on that. And after a while, guess what? I could do something that I wasn't able to do before. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying here. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which strengthens me. Not because I say the words, but because I have found myself at this place. I have put myself, I have believed in him and I have went through the struggle I have went through the trial and I've found him to be sure and steadfast and I've found strength when I needed it and because of that I am now able to do all things. Don't think when you say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and then you wonder why things aren't doing anything why things aren't happening, why doors aren't being opened or whatever it might be. God is wanting to buff you up if you will Right? God is wanting to put a shine on you. And right now you're like that doll stone and He's wanting to shine you. And in order to shine you there has to be some friction if you will. There has to be something that rubs against you. There has to be some trial if you will to go through. Today when we face a difficulty in life we say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and We want that S all to appear on our chest or something. All of a sudden, we want that Superman mentality to come over us that we can do those. And we wonder why it doesn't happen, you know. And we begin to think, God, you're not hearing me. God, I'm in a place, and the point of it is we're not hearing God. We're not hearing God. God has said, "Listen here. I am taking you through a place because I want to strengthen you. I'm taking you through a journey because I want you to see something. How you, where you've been, and where you can be, and what you was, and what you can become. I'm taking you through something so I can show you. Because I don't want you to stay in that wicked state. I don't want you to stay in that place like an unblemished, stone, like a blemished stone. I want you to stay in that place. I want you to move forward." I want to see great things come through you. I want you to see that great things can happen through and in your life. But in order to do that, guess what? We have to go through the adversity, if you will. Just like when they're refining gold, right? They put it into the fire, right? And all the impurities, the word is dross. All the impurities, when the fire gets so hot, they begin to separate. They won't stay. And my friend, when you go through the fire, you're going to see the the things that may be there. uh, The impurities and the dross, uh, they'll begin to separate. And guess what? Uh, Then when the refiner looks down in and he sees the reflection of himself, uh, that's when he knows, uh, my friend, that you're at the place you need to be. That's when he knows that that gold is at the place that gold needs to be, that it can be molded into great things. Listen now. Listen, I want to share with you some things. You've been there. I've been there. Okay? But we need to not say, God, why am I here? But we need to look within and say, God, help me to see the reason for this. Help me, God, to see what you want to show me. Help me, God, that I might understand that I might become a stronger Christian. Yeah. Stronger Christian. We need to be a stronger Christian, right? A marathon runner doesn't decide one day I'm going to go run a marathon and go run it. No. He needs to realize that there's some work that has to be done. Listen, when we realize that God says there's some work that needs to be done in our lives, there's some work that needs to be done. So don't look at the trial that you're going through in such a negative way. Don't look at it such a way, but look and understand what God is doing through your life in that way. Let me share with you now, over in Philippians here, in the fourth chapter, I had read 14 there, uh, 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 chapter... Uh, uh, in chapter 4 but I want to read uh, in chapter 4 I want to read verse uh, let me start about verse 11 not that I speak in respect of one now this is Paul talking to the Philippian church he said I'm not just saying words I want to give you some story of my life I want to give you some information about where I am in my life I want to share with you that I'm not just saying words and my friend today I'm here to tell you upon the authority of God's word. I'm not just sharing this message I to try to make you feel good because I have been there too. I have been in the midst of the fiery furnace in my life. I have been in a place where I felt, God, I don't know if I can take another step. God, I don't know if I can make it through the night. God, I don't know if I can get through another day. I have been there, but guess what? I held on to that firm belief in Christ Jesus, and guess what? I have been now to that mountaintop. I have seen what He wanted me to see. If we don't ever want to see what God wants us to see, we'll never have to endure anything. But when we endure the struggles, oh, Lord. I remember a few years ago, Brother Brian here and Brother Brad and I, we went to Colorado for a week and stayed up in the mountains. I remember we was going to the Continental Divide up there. I got out this middle of June, I don't know, somewhere along in the air, and there was still snow up there i couldn't wait i wanted to get up to the highest part we could go we got out of that little uh that suv we was in and i took off running i took off running up them steps i wanted to get there to get to that highest place that we can look at and see I wanted to get to that point that I had heard about for years in my life I wanted to see what other people had saw before me I wanted to get there I wanted to experience that and I'm going to tell you when I finally made it up there it was worth the climb you understand when I finally made it there I was so glad I did Paul said, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. You see, the thing is today, a lot of times people, we don't look for contentment. We look for happiness, right? As long as we're happy, everything's okay. And so often when we look for happiness, we look for happiness through money. Money is not wrong. I'm not saying but as long as we got money we're happy and when the money runs out we find we're not happy it's not about that you won't find your happiness in those that's not the answer you can even think well my happiness is in my family my friend I'm going to tell you your family will even let you down right so it's not about so much as being happy because it's all in my family Paul said, "I've learned wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, to be content. In other words, to be, it's well with my soul." Paul wasn't saying I've learned to be satisfied. He wasn't meaning that he was satisfied to the fact that he had to go through. He said, "I know what it's like. Listen, I know how to be abased. In other words, I know how to how to what it is to not have anything, and I know what it is to have a lot." He's, that's what he's saying. He said, I've had where I've had a lot, and I've also had where I've not had any. I also know that where in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry. He said, I know what it is to have my belly full, and I know what it is to be very hungry and not have anything to eat. Paul says, I know those things. But even through all of those, he said, I know what it is to have, and I know what it is to suffer need, right? I'm going to tell you something. You say, well, yeah, but you don't understand, Pastor. It's not those things that I'm dealing with. Well, let me share with you something else Paul had spoke about to the Corinthian church in his life. When he was still in the Corinthians there, he was saying over in 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 23, he said these words, he said, "...in stripes above measure..." And he's telling, he's giving a list of all he's had to go through. In stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths oft, of the Jews five times I received 40 stripes save one, thrice three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I suffered a shipwreck night and day. Have I been in the deep... "...in journey's often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and in thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides those things there are without that which cometh upon me." Daily for the care of the churches. And in other words, I've been through a whole lot. And I'm going to give you a little resume of all the times of the shipwrecks that I've been in. The many a times I've been in prison. The many a times I've been beating. The one time it says over in Acts 14 that he was beaten so bad that they left him. They thought he was dead. He said in all these things. He said even once the governor. He said under under governor, uh, the artist. The king kept the city of the Damaserians with the garrison desirous to apprehend me. Sixteen people was out to look for Paul. The garrison of people, they were out to try to find Paul and they were going to imprison him again. And guess what? He said, through a window in a basket I was let down by the wall and escaped his hands. If you will hold on to God, Whatever it is you're going through, understand this. God's going to make a way out, number one, right? God is going to make a way out, number one. We need to understand that. First thing you need to understand, this too shall pass. Whatever it is you're going through right now, this too shall pass. Okay, may I remind you? I believe I may even have even used it just last week or recently, but in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. To everything there is a season. Everything. When you're going through the trials and you don't know which way to go and you don't know where to turn and you don't know what's going to happen next, to everything there is a season. You know what? To everything there is a rubbing, if you will, He's polishing you. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Right? Remember that little song we sang as kids? God's still working on you. And He wants to you to know that through this, through this, you'll gain faith. Through this, you're going to gain strength. Through this, I told Brother Pete yesterday, Said, Brother Pete, I said, I know I don't have to tell you. But I said, through this trial that you're going through right now, be open to those people that come through your door. And he started telling me about a couple of people. Maybe one of it was him. But he started telling me about a couple of people that had even come back and asked him, one of them said, Let me ask you a question. Are you a Christian? Yeah. Brother Pete told me, he said, that was enough for me to be there. You know? That's what Paul was saying. Whatever it is I have to go through, if God will get glory from him, if God can use me to uplift his kingdom, if God can use me to reach out to somebody, so be it, use me, God. And yet what that happens, you know what we do? We focus on us. We focus on Hey, you know, this is the only me I got. It's the only you you got. So what do we focus on? We focus on us. And we ask ourselves, what am I going to do? And where am I going to go? And what, you know, just whatever. Listen, trust in God with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. You understand? God wanted to get King Nebuchadnezzar's attention. God wanted to get King Nebuchadnezzar's attention. And the way he got King Nebuchadnezzar's attention is he threw, he allowed the throwing of three of his fine, upstanding young examples of Christ. He allowed them to be bound, right? He allowed them to be thrown into the fiery furnace. Okay, God, I'll let you bound me, bind me up. I don't want the furnace, God, right? God, I'll let you do this, but God, this is where i got to put a stop to. No, God will bring you through all things. Lord, did we not throw three men into the fiery furnace? Behold, I see four. Loose up walking around the fourth and like another Son of God. God took three of His children to prove to a king who was God. To prove to a king who was powerful. How far will you go to allow God to use you that He can get the glory? I don't believe any of us have suffered like the Apostle Paul has suffered. I don't believe any of us have suffered like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But I do believe this. I believe that if we want to realize, just understand that our opportunities, okay, our trials are our opportunities for God to show his glory through us. Think of this. I'm going to come to a close here in a few minutes. Think of this. Have you ever been to that point in time in your life when you stepped out in faith and you just don't know why it was, but you felt so impressed to do something or speak someone or speak out, step out for God? You felt so impressed to do that that you did that very thing that you felt led to do and then it all opened up into why you needed to do that? and how God began to move. Will you be willing to do that? See, it's all about getting out of our comfort zone. A lot of times when we go through trials and heartaches and we say, what next? God's just saying, I want you out of your comfort zone. When we go through the trials and you don't know what else is going to happen, God's just saying, I got this. I got this. I got this. Listen. Understand that regardless of whatever takes place, whatever happens in our lives, no one can destroy what God is going to do for you. Understand that when the trials come in your life and whatever happens and that, that battle that you've been going through and you wonder how long the battle is going to last, listen. God's already told you you've been more than a conqueror. God has already declared to you victory. So yes, God, I'll stay. Yes, God. Help me to focus not on me, not on my circumstance, but God, on knowing that you're still God. We're all going through the difficulties of life. You know what? If you're not right now, say, well, that's good, but I'm not right now. Keep heed to this message, because you will. Why? It's the world in which we live, right? My friend, I'm going to tell you when your battle will end. When your battle will end is when you awaken. It's like this. Okay. But until then, we need to be realizing this. If I have to go into battle, I'm ready to go. If I have to... Be forsaken, I'm ready to be forsaken. That's what he said too. Listen to some more. I'll share this before we close. Listen. Paul said we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We just need to let that sink in. How often do you get troubled on every side and yet not distressed? You get troubled on every side enough. We implode. We get trouble on every side and, man, we just cry out and we lash out. And a lot of times we lash out to those that are close to us. Paul said, I'm troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed. (laughs) Sometimes you get perplexed. You just don't even know how this is going to work out. But not in despair. Right? Persecuted. Have you really been persecuted? Paul was. Paul said persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down. Oh yeah. But not destroyed. Right? Cast down but not destroyed. Paul went on to say that this light affliction is but for a moment. For the inward man is renewed day by day. The heartache that you're going through right now, the the battle that you're going through right now, whatever that is, you know what it is. I want to tell you, don't be, don't be to the point to where you want to give up on God, because God is reaching out, and God is just that rubbing; He wants to make you shine know what I mean? He wants to get you to where people can see the real jewel that you are. He wants to get you to the place of where you can see what power you have. That that you think you can't do one day you'll be able to look back and say you know what we did. Mean God did. I've got a very short motto I kind of live by do live by. Very short motto. It says, the things I can fix, I fix. I believe that's what God wants me to do. But the things I can't, I give to God. The things I fix, I fix. But the things I can't, God, they're in your hands. If we put them in God's hand, why we try to still fix them? If we put them in God's hand, why are we still concerned? If we put them in God's hand... Why do we still think nothing's going to happen? Things you can fix, fix, people. Things you can't give to God. You know what? He said he would bear your burden. Gets down to the bottom line is we need to give him a burden first. He said, bring me every burden. Bring me every burden, every care, and I'll give you rest. When we focus on our circumstances, we take our eyes off of God. When we focus on our trials, we think not about the power that lies within us. You see, through the scriptures I read to you today, right here, ladies, back Paul says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Well, guess what? Before he said those words, he reminds us of everything he's went through. You've got to go through things to realize you can do all things. You understand that? You've got to go through things to realize you can do all things. Okay? And you realize that you go through things and you can do all things how? Through Christ. Because you're going to have to realize you can't do it on your own. But when you do it through him, that's where you find your strength. Let this message settle in. Because you need it today. You need it today. I'm going to tell you what, early last week God put this message on my heart. Early last week. And I bet you some of you here today wasn't even thinking about being here last week. God needed you here. Let's stand. Speak. Pray. Pray. You're not, you're not that busy. You're not that busy. You don't have that much to do that you can't be honest with yourself you can't be real enough to God you know what I'm saying we try to fix other people a lot don't we And God said no that's not your job your job is to conform to my image his image that's what he wants And then when we do that, guess what? Just like that person walked into Pete's room, he saw something different and he wanted what Pete got. He wanted what Pete has. That's showing that you're conformed to the image of God. That when they see you, they don't see just you. They see God in you. Don't hide it. Don't cover it. If you want to give advice to a loved one, you just tell them, find God and you'll find peace. Okay. Bow our heads. We'll be dismissed. Thank God for each and every one of you. Continue to pray for your growth and this growth of this church. Brother Nick, dismiss this, please.